1: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their nothing but net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel for all of your additional heat content. Before floor, post-up five R. Floor is yours. Feel the heat, full court press. We've got all that basketball coverage. As we speak right now, Royal Shepherd is hosting post-up. Five R and you can catch that after you listen to us. Also, check out fivereasonsports.com, spell that one out for the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and more, and the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We always tell you if you need it, the place to go is CPT of South Florida. You can find them at cpt-florida.com. That's cpt-excuse me, Florida.com. They specialize in cloud hosting phone systems and managed IT. So make sure if you have a small or medium business or you work for one and just want to impress the boss, make sure you get the technology that you need. And they can provide it to you. They've been doing this for decades, helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. They can do the same for you. With a cloud phone system, you could work from anywhere on any device. You need to be mobile these days for a free in-person consultation and a great promotion. 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones in the first two months of service. Free. Reach out to TJ at 954-966-2766, 954-966-2766, or the website cpt-florida.com. And now, tonight's episode.
2: Ride for my dogs. Here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars. ran purple frogs, just like Bubba said. You in trouble, y'all? kept the flow playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block? Stop one hand. And Pat, we trust. it's spot have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can
0: hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. We've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. We've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. The Miami Heat losing overtime to the Indiana Pacers and now one And one on the season, they were behind for most of the game, roughly double digits or thereabouts, Uh, pulled ahead in the third quarter, playing great defense against Indiana. The Pacers could not score Tyler Hero, uh, the big score tonight, I believe he finished with 30, uh, but just not enough from Jimmy Butler uh, in a lot of different ways. We're going to talk about that a lot. Bam out of bio with a hot start and a cold finish, really nothing from anyone else offensively of note. And of course, Kyle Lowry did not play, which meant Gabe Vincent got the start, which is what we anticipated. Um, We're pretty much going to focus, I I think, on three things tonight, guys. Okay. Uh, One is uh, something that I think people are overreacting to, which is Vincent starting uh, for Lowry and the way that Gabe played. Because, And I want to touch on why I don't think that that really was that relevant tonight. Um, But the two other things are obviously the hero growth, which is exponential at this stage. And, and the shame is that they wasted it tonight, but I don't think it's the last time they're going to get it. <laughs> so I, I think what we're seeing is a leap. Um, and I don't think there's any question. And when I've talked about him being the leading scorer for this team this year, I didn't expect it to come this quickly. I thought it was something that would happen over the course of the year, but clearly the footwork, the strength, the confidence, the ability to make reads. I mean, Alex, you've talked about that, but like his, he, I mean, he made, even when he wasn't scoring tonight, he made the right plays. But the third thing we're going to talk about is this is not going to be a championship contender unless their two best players play really well. (laughs) And, and Jimmy was just, I I just, this was one of his worst games in a heat uniform to me tonight. I I don't know. He was erratic disengaged at times and then did this thing. And and Tim Reynolds uh, tweeted about this. And this is something we're going to have to talk about more as the year goes on, particularly when Kyle's in there. And as Tyler continues to ascend, this idea that you just give it to Jimmy at the end of the game and have him make a play has not really worked all that well. And now when they have other options, it kind of looks worse. Uh, and it feels to me a little bit like Dwayne towards the end where he was forcing the action, uh, but the results really weren't that good. And then the other part of this guys is, is bam. When you see it early in the game, you want to see it late in the game and you just didn't tonight. Um, I'll, I'll go to you first, Greg. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to go with the positive of hero or the negative of what we saw from basically their two best players.
2: Well, there's definitely a contrast from open, from opening night, right? It's like, uh, you see how much Kyle, even Kyle, you know, who didn't put up big numbers with him, not in there. Uh, the offense was completely different tonight. It was a different feel, different vibe, different pace. And you're right. Like this ultimately, um, It rides on Jimmy and Bam. And I think that the way that this roster is built, as top heavy as it is, if you have one of those big three guys that are making, you know, exponential portions of the salary cap out, you need those other two to step up in really big ways. And although um, Jimmy and Bam both had their moments, I would say, like, to your point, Jimmy was particularly not great. Um, You can't have those guys have 11 of your 22 turnovers and 22 turnovers is too many. Like that's just, it shows another impact of Kyle that we can't really quantify. So, so to me, like this is not an overreaction point at all because Indy, They had lost two really hard fought games on the road to start the season. Both of them were close. They had gotten up on both of those teams. It was their opening night game at home. But overall, I mean, when you look at them getting 21 free throw attempts and with Bam and and Jimmy as the primary options here, the Heat only getting to the line 14 times, they're just, they weren't aggressive enough.
1: Yeah. And look, um, Alex, Rick Carlisle is going to make them better. I think we, we've all agreed on that. Like they're, they're not going to be. So they sports. all
0: hated to one of the league's best coaches. Pretty Exactly.
1: Big e- exactly. And, and look, and, and Rick is obviously has a long history of coaching against Spo too. So, I mean, there, <laughs> there's a lot of sort of knowledge built in there. Uh, and again, I, I we are going to talk Tyler, but I feel like, I mean, they lost. We, we need to focus on, on the negative part of this first. What do you think was wrong with Jimmy tonight?
0: You see, to me, I'm looking at Jimmy and Bam in similar ways kind of what, what Leif was talking about there where they both had their moments that's kind of the way I feel for both of them right like there were different stretches where I'm like okay I like what I'm seeing I think like you said we saw from Bam earlier on where he was just being aggressive and then he just kind of lost that that scoring momentum he had he was still looking for it some in the second half but he couldn't really get to his shot and something I noticed with Jimmy specifically and you, you talked about like whether or not it's smart to just give him the ball and go in the in crunch time is it's different when he gets the ball in his spot against a you know a one-on-one guy like you know angle inside the arc like we we know where he likes to get it from as opposed to him just getting the ball at the top of the key and trying to speed past the one-on-one guy and then score or draw a foul against the help that's the that's the, the play to me that I'm like it's not really working well because I think everybody knows it's coming right and it's like if I don't know it feels like it weakens the options of the heat on offense a little bit if he's just trying to it's like similar to what we used to talk about with Giannis right it's like that gets repetitive, right? And obviously, they're very different players. Giannis is a lot bigger. I just think Jimmy was really inconsistent tonight. I don't think it was one of his worst games. I think he was still pretty good on defense. You know, he still got his assists, his rebounds. Um, and he was—he he did some there in the fourth quarter to help him, I think, send him to overtime. But yeah, I, th- I just think both of the stars were up and down. Way too many turnovers from the team's end. It's definitely not Gabe Vincent's fault. Absolutely not. Like, it just, there was... And then, look, the defense was awful in the first half. The Pacers outplayed them for about 80% of the game. They deserved to win. I think the only time the Heat outplayed them was that third quarter because every other uh, quarter they got outscored, and then they lost – they got outscored by 11 in overtime. Like, that's hard to – yeah to overstate because the the Pacers are missing TJ Warren they're missing Karis LeVert like these are two guys who are scorers Alex, they gave
1: that. up more points in overtime than they gave up through the first uh like 18 minutes of the second half uh
0: yeah they, like this it, is it, nothing to panic over it's just a bad loss in the sense that like it, it shouldn't have happened right? right and again like the Pacers like like they said you know they had lost two close games they're at home this is a game where they had to win for sure but There was so many bad turnovers, so many like defensive warts between the you know the fouling, the shooters. I think Bam made some defensive mistakes there Mm -hmm. that led to those dump off passes to Sabonis, where he just overcommitted to the to the perimeter guy. And I know partly part of that is on Tyler not being a great uh, you know defender when it comes to just in general guarding perimeter guys one on one. Like he's he's gotten better, but it's still tough. And I think Bam kind of anticipating that, overcommitted a little bit on some of those on uh, plays that led to dump off for Sabonis. It was just a lot of mistakes on both ends of the floor for the Heat.
1: Yeah, well, I, and, and I'm with you about a lot of that. And, and you know, the Bam thing, and this is the balance, and we are going to talk more about Tyler. But you have Tyler who's cooking. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, his confidence is through the roof. But I think what kind of happened there, Greg, at the end of the game was – that when Kyle's in there, it's become pretty clear that Kyle is going to force Bam to be aggressive. But when Tyler is cooking, they're just kind of letting Ky- Tyler cook. And then, you know, Jimmy was not forcing the issue to get Bam involved, right? Like, I mean, their biggest collaboration was the pass from Bam to Jimmy for the alley-oop. Uh, but but the other direction, there wasn't a whole lot happening. And they, this is it's kind of the same thing that happened last year. They just allowed Bam to drift, which As Brady and others have sort of noted, and we talked about on the day they acquired Kyle was kind of one of the big points of Kyle was that he's not going to allow Bam to drift like Brady pointing out, you know, on Twitter, you know, (laughs) Kyle gave the ball to Bam and got the hell out of the way like you're not passing back to me sorry, that wasn't happening tonight. Um, And and I just want to I mean, to that point like can when Tyler's got it going like that can Bam still stay engaged because it, it didn't seem like it tonight
2: I know and it he has to obviously like that that's ultimately what this boils down to and it's a weird thing where um there's a, there's a couple things here one Tyler was cooking but he got 30 points on 28 field goal attempts so like he also like was on super high volume and I mm-hmm. think that that ultimately if they were to take a step back in retrospect that they wouldn't want him shooting 28 times A lot of those misses covers misses
1: were late, though, right? A, a lot of them is Yeah, late, and they're late.
2: trying to catch up and things like that. So I mean some of it within the context of the game, but still to to that point um like you have Gabe who who played half the game and PJ Tucker played 35 minutes and those guys combined for for one field goal and and like that kind of stuff it's really hard to overcome. So if you're going to have two guys who play those kinds of minutes that aren't going to contribute offensively, and Duncan Robinson is really going to be a player in this game that's going to get a lot of release valve points to me, then that means that to your point, Bam Adebayo has to to take the bull by the horns, like to use a cliche phrase and go, and he needs to have 24 field goal attempts in this game. And like, that's where we need to get to, obviously within the flow of the game, he had 16 boards. So there's a lot of things that he still did well, but Kyle being out, if this is what it's going to boil down to offensively, and they're going to start to stutter the way that they did tonight at, um, particularly out of the gate, I felt like, uh, they're going to need a new guy that can settle them. And it's not on Gabe, but they just, it, the guy that that settles them. I don't know if he's on the roster, if it's not Kyle.
1: Yeah. I want
2: to hit on
1: that. We're going to, we're going to get into Vincent and hero here after the break, uh, for sure. Uh before we do though, want to tell you NFL Sunday coming up. Get to prizepicks.com, okay? You need a reason to watch the Dolphin game? This is the only one that I can think of. Use the code 5F I V E of course, you can play it for NBA as well. You can pair athletes from different sports, NHL. You want to play some Panther stuff, uh, lots of stuff that you can do there. You can play all the different leagues. You can go power play. You can go flex play. A lot of flexibility and a lot of fun, two, three, four, five players together. They're the official daily fantasy partner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Again, they're at prizepicks.com. Make sure, though, that you're using that code five. There's two things you need to do, Okay. Use the code five. That way you'll get your deposit match. That's the bonus, uh, which is free money to play with. And the number two thing that you need to do is make sure you make an actual deposit. We've had people go out there and be like, Oh, prize picks is not work. Well, yeah. Okay. You have to put some money in first, but it doesn't have to be a lot. Okay. Throw down 20 bucks. Use that code five F I V E. We've got new players using that code every single day. So go to PrizePicks.com, use the code five. And if you're a baseball guy too, with world series coming up, uh, it's a fun way to play the series as well. You can go over on hits, runs, whatever it is that you want to do. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five. All right, let's, let's get to the Gabe Vincent thing here a little bit. We had Gabe on the pod the other day. We enjoyed him. Uh, Sean and I did. I, I recommend that you listen to that. He's a great story, but it is one of the questions. I mean, it, and he acknowledged it. I mean, you know, he and Max Strews have gone from guys who are kind of fringe guys, you know, you're one of the development program for the heat. Where you know, they're guys, two way guys to guys who are being counted on to play on the rotation. I think we've seen enough from Struess, summer league, preseason, even the first two games. I thought he did some good things tonight. I mean, he wasn't, he didn't have high usage, but I, I thought he did some good things, especially defensively. He seems to know where to be to take charges. Uh, he's playable on that end and all the rest of it. We know Vincent is playable on that end. I, I'm not gonna overdo this, Alex. Oh, I think Alex is on the calls right now, so I'll go to Greg on this and so we'll jump. At, we'll bring alex back and i'm sorry we'll bring alex back in but alex is on some of the zooms um i'm not going to overstate it because again they're not expecting him to replicate kyle lowry okay they're expecting him to bring the ball up a little bit get him into some of their sets play off the ball hopefully make more shots than he's made last season i, I mean <laughs> we knew they weren't going to spend on that spot right so like, like i mean yeah, Aren't you just can basically expect- in a holding pattern until it's, it, you know, you see what he can do until Oladipo or maybe a, or maybe a John wall comes up, comes
2: aboard. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately Oladipo is probably where they'd want to go, but this is to me, it has less to do with that. Gabe isn't the right person for the roster that they need to make some big shakeup right now Um, that way, because you're right. Like ultimately, they're not looking for Gabe to replicate what Kyle does, but, but this is where I'm at with, with Gabe Vincent. Um, Max Strews to a degree too, but he has some, some gravity that he brings just by virtue of like them seeing him get buckets. That, that For the ones who
0: work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Helps with him, but
2: with Gabe, he needs to do something really, really well. Just pick a skill and do it really, really well when he has these non-discreet games where he's essentially like kind of non-existent, you don't really feel him, but then you look at the box score and he's got three turnovers. So that's more than he had points, more than he had field goals made, more than he had three pointers made, more than he had free throws attempted. Like that's the kind of stuff, like you can't have a negative player. Um, So he needs to pick a skill and thrive at it. And it's almost like, I think back, like as I go through the Rolodex of heat, Point guards that have been asked to just do something well. A Rolodex. It's, it's not the same. Look at me, Rolodex. I'm 39 years old, so I'm getting older, guys. Sorry. But Damon Jones, like they just asked him to stand in the right spots, make shots, bring the ball up when it was time to bring the ball up, and give the ball to Dwayne and Shaq when it was time to give the ball to Dwayne and Shaq. Mm. He's not Damon Jones, but like just do that kind of stuff. And I feel like Gabe, um, sometimes it's just a little clumsy. And that's what they can't afford with Kyle out.
0: Yeah, I and mean, Damon uh, Jones could shoot the hell out of the ball. <laughs> well,
1: he did. I mean, he earned a three-year contract that he didn't want to give him after that season. Uh, I, I guess, I mean, again, we're going to talk about Tyler, but it's still the right move in your view, Alex, to start Gabe, right? Like, I mean, you, you, do you, re- you want to take Tyler out of the comfort zone, um, zone of the, the bench this early in the season?
0: I really could go either way on it. I don't think that type of thing was going to affect the game too much. Like, I obviously, I love Tyler in that six-man role. I would have been okay if they ultimately decided to start him. He's obviously a better player than Vincent. I knew that it was going to be Vincent. Everybody knew, who, you know, who knows anything about the way Spo uh, plugs guys in when there's injuries. Knew that it was going to be Gabe Vincent starting tonight. And look, I, I still am, you know, I, I feel fine about Gabe for now, right? Like, it's still early on. I think, like Leif said, he just has, uh, you know, he doesn't really stick out on any anything on the floor like he does a lot of things pretty well like good enough I think like you said he competes on defense he's still ultimately pretty small so it's like he competes on defense versus guys his size he's not really somebody who like if you get somebody else uh on a switch it's tough for him right he's just smaller but uh on offense too besides the fact that he hasn't hit any threes yet you know that's what we thought he was going to be good at when you came in uh when he came into the league he hasn't he didn't hit one tonight On top of that, he doesn't even really look to collapse or get into the pain ever. And I'm not talking about going in to try to finish because that's obviously hard when you're small and there's going to be a help defender waiting after you may or may not beat the first guy. It's just like he's not even really trying to get in there. And I know that's not his job. It's absolutely not his job. But when you're playing off the bounce, once you're in that off-ball mode, you know, a a nice pump and go – maybe the defenders don't respect the three enough for him to be able to get that little drive, but I would like to see him try to collapse some more. I don't think that's ultimately one of the biggest reasons they lost this game. Like it really does just come down to Jimmy and Bam needing to be a lot more effective, too many turnovers, not enough made shots. And when it came down to it, this was an ugly game for both teams. You know, both teams played good defense, played Mm -hmm. bad on offense. The difference was the turnovers and the Pacers got, what was it? Six more field goal attempts, seven more free throws, like Leif mentioned earlier in the show. And that's really what it came down to. I've just
1: seen so many of these heat games in Indiana. I, I was in that building for so many of them. I don't know what it is. The personnel changes, but there, so many, so many of those games where the Heat just don't play to their level in that building. I, you know, they're I mean, a solid team always too, man. And they I was, are. think they I,
0: get I, LeVert and Warren back? Like, well, it's a I, team,
1: man, I, I actually, th- I mean, I think that I think they're better than a playoff play-in team potentially. I, I really do. With Carlisle there, and I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. It's still no excuse for tonight. I mean, I with with all that said, you're right. They don't have Warren. They don't have LeVert. They're coming off a back-to-back off an overtime. You know, of a difficult yeah. loss. Like, it, it it's, gotta not, get that it's one. not a good. It's not a good loss, Lowry or no Lowry. Lowry, it's not a good loss. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try to end this on a happier note, okay? Uh, we got, and we'll do more of this tomorrow, but we're gonna talk Tyler here in a second because I, I do think we're seeing something significant. I this is this is not, and I understand the thirty points on came on twenty eight shots. It's just the way he looks. Uh, but before we get there, I want to tell you about another great sponsor, the Five Reasons Sports Network. This is where you get your CBD Therapists preferred a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapists to maximize performance and recovery for active people, hundred percent THC free and third-party lab verified all the products made in the U S with cutting edge technology from organically grown hemp, the most popular products, the CBD sports cream, my favorite, the strawberry lemonade gummies, and also the green apple gummies. You can get the tincture. They got a lot more there on the site. Make sure you use the code five RSN. That's the code five RSN. For 25% off your order, plus free shipping on all orders. That's the new code, so don't use the old code. 5RSN at therapistpreferred.com. Um, this game turned in the heat's favor, and I thought probably for good. Didn't turn out that way. Uh, with the ball in Tyler's hands. And, and it's just, <laughs> it's not the shooting. I, I, you know, I know our guy, Royal Shepherd hates those pull-up transition threes. It, it's not the shooting. It's, it's the it's the it's the peace and calm he's playing with. Um, you can tell when the game starts to slow down for a player, and it just looks like that with him right now. Like it, it's it's again the scoring, what he makes in terms of shots, and all the rest of that. But it's the reads. Okay. I mean, and a lot of times guys just couldn't convert them. I mean, he, he, when they were, they sent, they were sending three to the ball with him at times. Okay. Two to the ball, three to the ball. He made a great read to Marquise Morris. Morris misses the shot. Uh, he made, there were other situations where I, you know, I would have preferred the ball being in Hero's hands than Jimmy's hands tonight. Uh, he just made, he, he just seems at peace. With the way he's playing it's it's the bounce but it's also it is slowing down and again I'm not I'm not doing this to him okay I'm just trying to make a general comparison here of, of this game so you saw this happen with Dwayne he's not Dwayne so please don't aggregate this okay he's not Dwayne but you saw like sort of in Dwayne's second season it's like okay wait <laughs> it's not too fast for him anymore okay he's starting to read plays and honestly as dwayne progressed over the course of however many years what was it 16 years What we saw from Dwayne was the game was like it was it was moving at a glacial speed for him by the end, even though he was moving at a glacial speed. It didn't matter because he could still be effective. Uh, Greg, it it looks to me it's it's sustainable. Um, I'm not even going to make my take here again, because I think now people are starting to realize it's going to be right. Uh, But it's just it
2: just this is I think this is who he is now, right? I mean, it looks that way. You know who he looked like tonight, like with his poise and the way he was rising up on some of these jumpers, Um, like truthfully, like if you remember Drazen Petrovic, like mm-hmm. that's what he looked like tonight. Like, like I had been trying to search for a comp and there hadn't been one that really came up that I loved. And as I was watching tonight, that one popped up for me. And um, I'm going to go ba- back and watch some Drazen Petrovic film tonight to try to to make you those should, comps a little fun. closer. He was um, fun. Yeah. but like it, when you see him start to be able to gather himself and 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 create space by uh, lifting up and, and getting to like spots in the air and just uh, the increased strength has helped with his range I think yeah. um, I, I just love everything I've seen from him so I mean that part of it you love to see uh, obviously it was a little inefficient tonight but I think they needed that from him like it was one of those nights where if he didn't if he wasn't that engine, who the hell was going to be. So um, so that's the positive we take from this game is Tyler continues to look great. Uh, it, it, it's still like, this is where I'm at with, with, with what you said, Ethan, because now I'll bring it back one more time about him being the leading scorer. I just ask myself the overarching question of, can this team be an NBA championship contender with Tyler hero as the leading scorer off the bench? And maybe they can, and maybe I'll get there, but man, that's a lofty one for me to swallow at this moment.
1: Well, it is, but, but the thing about it is whether it's the best thing for the team or not is not the same as what it means about his development. Right. Like, because I, I think we're all in agreement that the best case scenario for this team is bam out of the leading scorer on this team. Right. I mean, I, I think we, we all agree with that. Like, I mean, Jimmy and Kyle, you're not looking for upside scoring from them at this stage. You want it to be Bam. Like if Bam took over the second half and Tyler had to take a back seat, I think everybody would have been happy with that. there's no there's no issue with it. But I think the reason I went with Tyler, one, again, they've cleared the path for him off the bench, but also, he wants to be it. Bam doesn't. okay? Like not consistently, right? And we saw it at times again tonight, but it's not sustained. Tyler is go from minute 1 until he gets off the court, right? Alex so I mean I guess let's it's a good question and maybe something we should dive into more in another pod. Can they be a serious contender with Tyler Hero as their leading scorer, which which means that you're leaning on him every single night to do something like
0: this? My immediate reaction is actually yeah even though I do get the concerns is because that means Tyler is just like this more often than because I don't think they'll force it to him, you know, like when they're healthy, right. In a situation where they're healthy, shout out to John Crotty. Uh I just don't think they're going to rely on Tyler to this high volume, even though, he, you know, he's been putting up the numbers, putting up the attempts and has had more, you know, had more attempts than anybody else in game one two. I don't know. I don't know if it holds up. I want to see a larger sample and not to sound too much like a complete dweeb. I just think, uh, if that ends up being the case, that means he's just gotten a lot better. And th- that leap is really a leap because I still think, you know, Bam has gotten a good deal better. I still feel good about that. I think Jimmy and Kyle, you know, where you're going to get from them. So I'm not even worried about it. I think that's gravy. Now, the one thing is I'm going, I'm going to push back a little bit on some of the Tyler stuff. Cause, mm-hmm. and, and this is to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a disclaimer. I still feel great about Tyler. I still actually love what we saw from him tonight, even though I'm going to, pick out some things from him that I didn't love. I, I I love the, you know, the arc that he's on right now, the confidence, everything you guys are talking about with the strength in his legs, how he's rising up. You know, he got some crazy separation on that step back move that he hit. You know, he had three turnovers, no assists. I'm not going to focus on that. That's just something that's objectively not a good thing. I think he's gotten better as a passer too and ha- has steadily gotten better since he came into the league and making reads. And I still think, even though the game has slowed down for him a bit, he still got a ways to go there. I think he can mm-hmm. still be a much better passer. I think there's times where he can do better at changing his pace, right? Like, there was times where he got pressed, and and uh, one time it led to a bucket, so it worked out. But, like, instead of kind of playing around with the change of speed, the change of pace, he'll just take that one speed all the way to the rack if they press up on him a little bit. It's, it's little things like that where, like, Lowry, the veteran point guard, would have played around a little bit with the defense. And then at the end, you have Hero making and taking – some crazy shots, and look, I love that about him. I love the confidence he has. He's a shooter, and he knows that he can get to the shot in a lot of ways. So I love to see it. But oh my God, there was a couple of them there where, like, <laughs> I feel like back in the day you would have got benched for taking some of those. The NBA's changed now, so we know those pull-up shots are more frequent. But he, I still like him more off a of bent defense, playing off a of bent defense than you know trying to initiate something for everybody and trying to come up with a bucket, even though it worked out a couple times, right? I just think, you know, this is part of that growth process for him. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I just wouldn't say he had an awesome game. Like, I I think it's, you know, it's he's still a lot going along that path that we wanted to see him in. I still think he's taking a leap. And I think this is stuff that he's going to get better at.
1: I, I think that uh, all of those points should be taken by people. Because I, I think we're at the stage now with Tyler where you know, the nitpicking is legitimate because I I think we all see more now. Like there there is there, you know, whereas last year, like, okay, is there another level that he's going to get to? I think now we've seen, I joked on Twitter that I guess spending two hours at rolling loud didn't kill his off season. He clearly put in the work during the off season this year. No question. Okay. Not just on his body, but on his game, but on his attitude, I, I think all of it has come together in a really positive way, but you're right. Now, and Spolcher, and you tweeted this out, Alex. Spolcher said he's going to see more defenders now. They're going to guard him differently. They were throwing three at him at times, and now he's going to have to adjust. I didn't to that. tweet now- that out, but thank you. For- oh, it wasn't okay. Well, I saw it. I'm sorry. I saw it from somebody. I gave you. You're credit right for
0: though. It. They did. They, they were trapping tonight. They were. It reminded they, me of last they, year's defense. They were trapping, tonight. but
1: but here's here's the thing about it. We talked last year, and this is where we haven't mentioned this guy's name once the entire podcast. But this is where technically, like we've talked about the way they started playing Duncan last year. And, and really Duncan should be a beneficiary in some ways when the two of them are out there together, at least, you know, offensively of the extra attention that hero is going to start to get now. So this is, it's a good development for the team long-term.
0: And Duncan looked great tonight too. He was one of the guys that actually looked really good. Like he did his job.
1: I thought he actually had some good defensive sequences too. I was a little surprised Twitter didn't seem to think he wasn't playing well defensively. I thought he played pretty well defensively, but with the exception of the bad foul at the end, but, but I just, but when, when I look at Tyler, this is good for them long-term for sure. There's no question for every reason. Okay. For the development of this team, for the ability of other players to get free. uh, And also if you ultimately do want to move him, which we always have to include in the equation here, the fact that he's capable of this kind of thing is going to be very attractive to a lot of different teams. It's all good, but I don't want it to come at the expense. They're going to have to find the balance here. And maybe Kyle is the guy who helps them find the balance, between Tyler doing this and Bam going into a shell. And then I think what Jimmy did was the opposite, which is Jimmy didn't go into a shell. He forced the action late as if to try to try to get himself into the game. And that was kind of a disaster. So these are things they need to sort out. I don't think it's a panic situation losing this game, Um, but this is one of the ones when you looked at the schedule, you looked at their first 12, it's like, Okay. They kind of got that one. They got to get this one. Right. So they beat the bucks. I kind of feel like we thought maybe they might be one and one after two games. Uh, But you certainly, you know, you certainly have to look at that way. All right. We, we got a lot more we got to get to and, and uh, we're going to do it tomorrow night. (laughs) So we'll, we'll try, we'll try to give you a little bit of a different spin on it. Uh, But the heat are now one and one Panthers are five and Oh, so the heat have some work to make up on them. Uh, And the dolphins will lose by the time that you hear this podcast. Have a good night.